This episode is brought to you by LucidPoint. Are you struggling to take your IT organization to the next level? We help our customers do so with confidence. Turn your vision into reality. Call LucidPoint today. Welcome to the Quick Take Podcast, the show where you get targeted advice and coaching for executives by executives. I'm Susie Tomanchuk. And I'm James Camps. Give us 15 minutes and we'll give you three secrets to address the complex topical issues that are challenging executives like you today. Hey, Quicksters. It's Quick Take. I'm here. I'm Susie with my co-host, James. How are you, James? I'm fantastic, Susie. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Although, like, this has been just a weird time. I've I've talked to a lot of people about so much with the economy and everything that's happening. There's mm. so many changes within organizations and just got off the phone with an executive who they've gone through a few layoffs this year. And he was saying that they're probably facing another. And it made me think... Mm. What do you, what do you do? How do you survive that? And what do you do once it's over? Yeah, I mean these these are challenging uh, conversations. I mean certainly, uh, you know, I I've, I've said uh, to numerous folks that I've coached, you, you don't want to work for a company that's good at this. <laughs> no, that's good <laughs> um, because ultimately um, it is something that that uh, you you hope doesn't happen very often. But I think you know when I think about uh, a reduction in force or eliminating a big group of people. Uh, you know, those things happen, whether it's a, uh, a layoff or whether you even have just to get somebody leaves uh, or you have to let somebody yeah. go. Uh, the, the, the good approaches uh, uh, apply across all of those scenarios. Um, I just think uh, when you do something large uh, like this, uh, you have to be a little more thoughtful because it does impact so many people. Um, and so when I think about a layoff, I think it's so important that leaders are thoughtful and really consider how they want to respond after the fact. Yeah. Um, you know, certainly we could talk about, uh, um, you know, how you respond or how you deal with it before. We can certainly talk about how you uh, deal with the folks who are getting let go. But I think that the area that I'd like to focus on are really, you know, the team that remains um, and, and how do you handle that? Yeah, I think that's good. And I, sometimes when people have to go through it and they're the leader that's in charge, it feels so emotional because you feel bad. So I think, I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but even shifting into that solution-based move forward and, and kind of giving yourself that permission to, to turn the page, if you will. Well, I think there's two things here, right? There is uh, you as a leader have to acknowledge that you have a fiduciary responsibility to the firm yep. and to your clients to move forward. So that's real. But you also have a, a, a human responsibility to your team to, to manage that too. And mm-hmm. I think um, oftentimes uh, we, we will sacrifice one or the other. But I, you know, my recommendation is you have to embrace both. Mm. Um, and, and you know, if you think about it from this point of view, your staff is a diverse group of people. And how they respond to a situation like this is going to be different. Yeah. Some are going to need some some more um, uh, TLC connection with you. Maybe yeah. some more. Yeah, a little TLC. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. And some other just want to move on. And so you, as a leader, kind of have to address yeah. all those. And I think it's good practice to talk to do so. So um, you know, if you just acknowledge the fact that you have to do a couple of hard things and move forward, then I think um, your team will be better off. Um, and I think uh, you you can move beyond. So what you're saying is make some space and, and decide how much space the team needs to kind of digest or just understand so that they can kind of right. like whew, 
get kind of refocus. Well, exactly right. Exactly right. Let me jump in. I think okay. you know the first thing that you have to remember is that you're a leader, right? You are the leader. Yeah. And so people are going to look to you during difficult times. Yeah. And during those difficult times, the only the only option you have is to be honest and to be transparent. Mm. So my first piece of advice is after a laugh, you know, people want to hear, we are done. Yeah. Nobody else is going and the action has been completed. You need to get people to start focusing on the work and not being concerned about however the announcements were being made. You know, invariably that information is going to run through the, the company like wildfire and whether it's through teams or text messages or, you know, people getting walked into a certain conference room, everybody will suddenly be on edge. And so you, the first thing you need to do is you need to sit down with the team and say, we are done. And then explain why the uh, action happened. You know, it's absolutely critical that, that your team has good talking points and that your leadership comes together to ensure you're all speaking from the same uh, hymnal, if you will. And so, you know, that moment of opportunity there for you to be the leader, be transparent, and communicate to the team is so important. Mm -hmm. And that's really got to be the first thing that you do. Yeah, I think that's so good. And being just helping people understand, even if you don't know for sure yep. what is happening in the next upcoming months, you know that for right now, this is it. So yeah, just yeah. assuring yeah, you people. Never, you, always, you always ask, you know, or will get asked, are, will there be layoffs in the future? Yeah. You know, of course there will be layoffs in the future. Yeah. Of course. Well, I can't say that with 100% certainty, but 98% of the companies will do some sort of layoff in the future of a thousand years. So ultimately, a leader is going to say, look, I can't promise you anything. I can tell you this activity, yep. that this action is complete. And so I think, so you need to get that on the table. So the first thing you want to do is you want to be clear, you want to be transparent, and you, and you want to communicate to the team the current status. Yeah. And then how long do you let them stay there? Like, do you let them ask a lot of questions or am I jumping ahead. Nope. No, you're absolutely dead on. And I think that that communication is tight. It's short and mm -hmm. it's clear. But then the second one is you have to flip the coin and start listening. Okay. You have to allow them the opportunity to be emotional. You have to let them go through their process. So it's exactly as you described. Everybody's going to go through that on their own in their own way. Some will want to bring it up in a meeting and be very frustrated. Some will be mm -hmm. uh, want some one-on-one -on -one time with you. But this is where you have to be just a, a, a listener. You have to allow them the opportunity to process process this situation. So you've given them all the information you have, and then you let, need to let them um, go through that kind of conversation. You know, some of it's going to be rational. Some of it's going to be irrational. Um, some will blame, uh, have blame that they're pointing at. But at the end of the day, you know, your job is to ensure that they get the opportunity to process this because that's that's what a good leader does. You know, it's interesting as I flash back to times years ago, I think it mm -hmm. was not done that way. I think it was no. like announce, don't ask any questions, move on. And then what happened yeah. was that just creates so much anxiety. And then the, yep. the rumor mill and all the talk. So like giving that space for people to be able to process eliminates or doesn't eliminate decreases the amount of kind of the chatter, the noise. Right. And I think it, it you know, in a, in a lot of cases, um, you know, this, this situation notwithstanding, we have talked at length about how you create an, uh, a safe place for people to work, people for them to, to feel comfortable. there, wanting to be part of the, the, the organization. And this is just part and parcel to that. You know, if this is the, this, this should not be the first or, or only time you listen to your folks. This should feel like a, 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 
something that you've done in the past. Yeah. You know, things, projects don't go well. Maybe, um, you know, uh, uh, somebody has resigned. Though, you know, you need to, you're always going to be doing uh, uh, things and having ceremonies, if you will, to, to uh, listen to your folks. This should just feel like that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, this is one of those things you certainly are setting the foundation throughout the you know, in the, throughout the year or, or, you know, previous to, to the, to the layoff perhaps, but it is key for them to understand that you're there and you're supporting them. Yeah. And it makes me think, and if you're sitting here thinking, I already do that, good for you. That, Mm -hmm. and, and that should become an automatic thing that you do in, like you said, in anything that happens in any transition is making that space for others so that they feel heard. That's the key. Absolutely. And, and I think that especially in a layoff or a riff, this is hard, right? Mm-hmm. This is where you as a leader are going to be emotionally um, vulnerable and you're going to have to hear and listen to people being mm-hmm. uncomfortable. This is something that's often overlooked uh, and avoided. Um, you know, I've heard stories of leaders that go in and say that the the, the layoff is um, is complete and then they close their door or they just, they, they disappear. And that this is the opportunity. Yeah. This is the moment in which you can continue to build on uh, a, a difficult situation. You know, as, as hard as it is, you know, never good, let a good crisis go to waste. And this is a, a time in which you can really um, bring your team together. That's such a James, never let a good crisis go to waste. <laughs> <laughs> What's a third? You know, I think the third one really is, um, g- builds on that a little bit. Was, you need to reassess the work. Right. Odds yeah. are pretty good that, um, you know, if you've been impacted, that then things are going to change. And, and just to simply to say, look, everybody, now we're going to figure it out. Let's just get keep the, the keep the work going. Look, as, as a leader, I think it's important for us to put a strategy together to, to figure out how we're going to respond. If, if it's a large reduction in force, you just simply can't don't have the same capacity. And, and even if um, there isn't a broader strategy within the firm to address a decreased in capacity, you need to have an honest dialogue with your team to make sure that they feel like they're heard. Um, there's, you know, there is nothing more insidious uh, that will undermine your team's ability to be successful than not addressing the fact that now you have five, 10, 15% less people. Um, and if you don't talk about this, they will, uh, they, they will find a way to talk about this amongst themselves and it will result in, in, in poor morale, poor performance, poor throughput. It will be an issue. Now, you may not have a, a solution and it may end up being something as simple as we have to suck it up and move on. But having the dialogue, yeah. talking about the micro adjustments you have to make, talking about the realities of it is super important. Yeah. And I think if you don't have that conversation with your people, um, you're really going to undermine your your relationship. What about having kind of your plan half-baked and, and say, or maybe fully baked, but you say, this is what I'm thinking about. This is what... I, you know, as I've quickly assessed what, where we are going to, how we're going to level up to handle this or respond. This is what I'm thinking. What do you think? What do you think about that approach? I think that's, I think it's super important. Look, if you're going to do a layoff, you know, and, and you're behind closed doors early on, you should already be talking about the implications, right? If we're going to eliminate these three people, these 10 people, this office, whatever the number is, um, you know, you need to know and go in at the, at the boardroom table to say, this is what's not going to get done, or these are the implications of doing so. So you probably have a plan, but boy, your point is so good that if you can engage the folks in the dialogue after the fact, that's super important. Um, I, you know, one thing we don't talk about and and didn't discuss up front is really, you know, survivor's remorse. 
And that is such mm-hmm. a real thing. And the, yeah. the folks that are, are, are still behind are going to have, they will have guilt. They will feel bad. They, you know, they know the people who have been mm-hmm. uh, let go or eliminated. They know them personally, and they're going to be thinking about that. So engaging them in the solutioning, engaging uh, them in the conversation after the fact is a really good way of helping them process. Yeah. It made me also think that those emotions could be high for you too. You might be thinking about <sighs> all the context of what that means for that person. And so that be, mm-hmm. that having a plan and even thinking about how you're going to say it is really important so that you don't get off track or you don't right. make it, you know, put gas on the fire, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, I think for, you know, uh, this type of situation, it's great to say, like, there's three bullets that I want to talk about, yeah. you know, immediately after and hit these three things. It is easy for, you know, um, if you haven't done a lot of layoffs or you, you're, you're, uh, this is an emotionally charged situation, you know, that's when things go awry. That's when we say stuff that we don't mean yeah. or we have to clean up later. Um, you know, this is not the time to throw the company under the bus. This is not no. the time to throw your boss under the bus. This is the time to rally the troops. Yep and help them come together as a team to deal with an adverse situation. So yeah, emotions are high. um, But I think as you can engage people to keep them uh, uh, involved and help them be part of the solution, I think you can move through it. I think that's really great. And they need you to do that. So that's how they need you. Absolutely. This is when leadership is, is super important. And, um, uh, you know, this is uh, where, when, when stress behaviors happen, when people are, not at the, you know, feeling uh, in a difficult place. This is when people are really lean on leadership. That's fair. All right. Tell us the three. Number one, you know, open with transparency and honesty. Be clear uh, and communicate to the team what's going on and when it's starting, when it's ending. Tell them everything you know. That That's going to pay you dividends. And then second, um, listen, allow them the opportunity to communicate with you what they're feeling, how they're feeling. You, you never know exactly where they're going to be coming from. And so to get that on the table is healthy for them and may allow you to solve some problems that you didn't see uh, were coming. And then third, engage with them uh, on the way that uh, you're doing the work. Assess the outcomes and the results of that of this layoff and determine what kind of work doesn't need to get done. Be creative. Maybe adjust the organ a little bit. Maybe move some people around. Maybe use this as an opportunity to 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 elevate some people or to uh, break yeah. up some uh, some legacy organizational structures that uh, mm-hmm. no longer fit. You know, as I said, uh, never let a good crisis go to waste. <laughs> yeah, and get that buy-in. That was, that's good. Yep. Have a plan. Yep. Don't just let it happen and show up. Yeah, you know, this is one of those cases where, you know, plans are worthless, but planning is essential. And I think... Um, you got to go into it with, with some conversation. You dropped another one. People are going to have to have a pencil when they listen to this. That's not mine. I think that's, that's Eisenhower's. (laughs) Well, fair, but still you're dropping them. Okay. I got them. Well, thanks for being, thank you, James. That was really helpful. Thank you quicksters for being here with us. Uh, James and I are both on LinkedIn. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what's on your mind. Uh, We just love to hear from our community. So thanks for being here. And until next time. Just know that we appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Quick Take, where we talk about the questions that are on the minds of executives everywhere. Connect with us and share what's on your mind. You can find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, or whatever nerdy place on the internet you find your podcasts. All the links you really need are in the show notes.